Hello, City Church. My name is Trevor. Welcome to City Church Together for Tuesday, November 16th. Today, uh, we're going to veer off of the normal Bible reading plan. I just want to share um, a passage with you that I shared with our um, uh, at our staff meeting last week um, with our ministerial staff. So I want to share it with you today because because um, I want to. Do I have to explain my desires to you? I don't think so. All right, so let's go. Matthew chapter 20, verse starting in verse 20. 2020 vision, that's what this is. All right. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons approached him with her sons. She knelt down to ask him for something. What do you want? He asked her. Promise, she said to him, that these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right and the other on your left in your kingdom. Jesus answered, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? We're able, they said to them. They said to him, he told them, you will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and left is not mine to give. Instead, it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the 10 disciples heard this, they became indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them over and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. It must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And that is the word of the Lord from Matthew chapter 20. Let's zero in here on this highlight of verse today. Um, I want I want to look at um, specifically uh, verse. Um, let's see, uh, verse twenty-seven. Jesus called them over and said, "You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in high position act as tyrants over them." All right, the that phrase "lord it over" um, is always interesting when I encounter it. Uh, what does it mean to lord it over someone? Um, and it simply means to use your the authority that you have for whatever reason um, to use it um, in a way that demeans another person to use it not for their good, but to use it for your own good. So I'm going to convince you of my authority for various reasons, to get you to do something I want you to do, um, to get you um, to coerce you in some way, which is what getting someone to do what they want you to do is. So I just said the same thing in two different ways. But the fact is, is that lording your authority would be using it in a way that um, using it in a way that is selfish, okay, instead of a way that serves. And of course, Jesus comes and he says, that's not the way, if you're following me, that's not the way you act. Now, let's think about this scene for a minute. First of all, I always love picturing what happened right before this scene, which I picture James and John and their mom, right, in this little triangle, and them just, you know, they're off to the side, so they kind of have to whisper, you ask him, don't you ask him, I'm not doing it, you ask him, what you ask him. You're the mom. And then finally the mom just says, all right, fine, shut up, shut up. And you see how eager James and John are off to the side of this conversation as she first, um, their mother first approaches Jesus. Eventually they, you know, they, as soon as Jesus says, 
as soon as Jesus appears to actually be engaging the request, that's when they sort of step, step out of the shadows. Are you able to drink the cup? In other words, they think, oh, this just this last thing. You just have to drink the cup. Yeah, we, we are. We'll do it. You know, that's when they come forward. And so you have sort of this cowardice right off the bat, which is strange about also becoming a leader um, or asking to sort of sit and reign. It's like they don't even have the courage to ask Jesus themselves. But we get to this point where Jesus rebukes them, and he says, you don't understand what you're asking. And he makes that clear as like sort of what he means by that, and that to, to sit where I'm sitting, number one, Jesus says, that's not for mine to give, that's for the Father to give. Number two, he says, you're coming at this in the entirely wrong way because you are think of, you're thinking of ruling, you're thinking of sitting on thrones as kings and tyrants do, which kings and tyrants use their authority to intimidate others, use their authority and power to, to issue edicts and decrees to get people to do things they don't want to do. They, they issue them selfishly. But you, my people, my disciples, you will serve as I do. That's the cup that you have to drink. You have to drink a cup that pours itself out for others. You, you have to drink a cup. It's not the same cup that Jesus is going to drink. Jesus drinks the cup of God's wrath. In other words, taking on the sins of the world on the cross. While you're not going to have to drink that cup, you are going to have to carry your own cross. In other words, there's a way that I'm going to call you to die to yourself and others. Now, think about lording over what that, what that gets us. Okay, Lording over people can be a kind of short circuit to get what we want. In other words, I have power. Um, I think of my role as a parent especially. Um, as a parent, one of the easiest ways to sort of get my kids in line is to intimidate them. And one of the chief ways that I intimidate my kids is by yelling. Like to, you know, not like to, but, you know, I can get to a point where I'm just, you know, all right, this is it. Your mother, this is, this is what I said. This is what your mother and I think. And so this is what you're going to do. I'm not saying there's not a place for that, you know, sometimes. Um, what I am telling you is that I can easily get into patterns of just short-circuiting the whole teaching process, the whole growing process by just um, being selfish. Instead of thinking of giving to my children for their own good, I think of what will get them to behave in a way that I want them to as quickly as I can possibly get them to because honestly, this parenting thing is annoying and I don't really want to do it anymore. Right. And so we yell. Or sometimes you might that might not be your style. You might be passive-aggressive. Even... Even passive aggression can be a kind of lording over. In other words, I have this power and I'm going to exhort it over you. I'm going to lead you to a place to just get you somewhere so that you do what I do. Husbands and wives, you can do this to each other. We can pout in a way that we lord a sort of power we have over someone else. You know, I'm going to pout to get my way. But Jesus says we're not about getting our way. We're about thinking about the other and serving them. And I want to show you, like, and when Jesus says, there's a way you think about who Jesus is, the, the creator of the universe. Think about the things that Colossians says about Jesus, that he, you know, he holds the universe in his hand. Everything holds together through Jesus Christ. And here is Jesus telling his disciples something that is not under his authority. He says, I can't even grant what you're asking because I have submitted that to my father. So even Jesus says, there is a way that I'm not going to use my authority. I am going to submit that to the Father. He's the one who's going to decide who sits where in the coming kingdom of God. So you're barking up the wrong tree, which is even a way that Jesus is showing us in this passage, his own humility, his own limitation to say, I give authority to the Father. And 
This is what leadership is about. This is what showing people how to follow Jesus is about. This is what the kingdom of God is about. The son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. This is the exact opposite of lording our power over other people. It is using our power to serve other people, to give. It is sacrificial love, self-sacrifice that gives to someone else. And this is what our call is as disciples of Jesus, not to make people do things that we want them to do for our own good, but to serve them for their own good. And so let's meditate on that with a short moment of silence and a prayer. Heavenly Father, this is a difficult call to carry our cross in this way. Honestly, I am a lot like James and John, and I like to think about ways that um, you'll reward me instead of thinking about how to include others in that reward. How can I lay down temporary pleasures in order to, in, in order to help someone else see this upside-down kingdom? It's beautiful. And so, Father, open our eyes to use the power that we have, to use the resources that we have, the time that we have, not to make others do things that make our life easier, but to sacrifice ourselves in a way that would show people love and that would serve others. We need your Holy Spirit to do that. Do that in City Church and do that for anyone, Father, who is listening right now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church. Go and multiply the gospel.